increase your belief. He was like, how do you do that? How, how can you possibly increase your belief? He's like, is, is belief something that increases or decreases? Can you increase your belief and decrease your belief? And I was like, well, not necessarily, but sometimes you kind of believe, but you don't really believe it. Which means you, you say, hey, you know, I think I'm going to have a better month November this month. Or, you know, I think I'm going to have a better week. Not even I think. Or let's actually leave the I think. We normally say these things, you know, it's possible, but we half believe it. We half believe it. And that's where the issue lies. We think that belief is just, ah, uh, woo-woo, believe. How many times you heard somebody say, believe? And you're like, what is, what is this person talking about, belief? <laughs> belief is so important. Belief will bring you relief in spite of your current circumstances. That's how Hello, powerful people. My name is Edouard Gilles, personal development speaker and talk show host. And I want to welcome you to this holistic experience called Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation. This podcast is all about growth in all aspects of your life. How do you solidify a great mindset that will lead to a healthy body, healthy relationships, and an in-tune spirit? Well, join me on this journey to becoming the best version of ourselves. If you want a podcast that you can relate to, a podcast that will motivate and inspire you, all while educating you on ways to personally develop and grow as a being, Ed Talks Daily is for you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of a review. Or tune in live every Monday at 12 p.m. by visiting FAURradio.com. Hey, how's it going, powerful people? It's the Holistic Motivator here. Listen, listen. I have a weekly meditation, qigong class. Every week I've been talking about it consistently. If you've seen some videos online or if you've heard the ad on the podcast. But listen, this upcoming Saturday and Sunday at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time as well as 11 a.m. Eastern Time, I am hosting a meditation session. I'm going to show you rotational joint exercises you can do to release stagnation. I'm going to show you breathing exercises that you can do to calm and relax your nervous system. I'm going to show you self-massage techniques to release muscle tension. And I'm also going to show you how to slow down by doing slow moving exercises, which is part of Qi Gong. So if you want to learn how to add these holistic tools to your lifestyle so you can consistently improve your health, make sure you go in the description of this podcast, click the link that says sign up for morning meditation Qigong class, and it will bring you to a page where you can register for the class. The class is only donation based, which means you might not have a lot of money. Maybe you're struggling right now. I understand. 
I am hosting the class to help you reduce your anxiety, stress, and uncertainty. So if you're in fear, if you feel tired, if you feel like you have a lack of energy and you wanna find something you can do every day to improve your vitality, please make sure you click the link in the description to sign up for this weekend class. If you were determined to invest in yourself, then I will see you next Saturday. If you are not ready to do something that can literally change your life, then I'll still be there next Saturday. The only person that will be missing is you. I don't want you to miss out. I want you to be there next weekend. Just click the link in the description of this podcast to attend the next class. I'll see you there. Peace. powerful belief is if you believe you're gonna get relief relieved before whatever happens so let's say right now you don't have a job and it sucks I mean I know how it feels like to not have a job I remember when I got fired from three jobs within three months and I was thinking to myself what in the world <laughs> You know, I was thinking like, why in the world would I get fired from three jobs? You know what I was thinking? I'm, I'm thinking like, bruh, how did I let this happen? Okay. And I'm, I'm going to tell you what happened, how I lost three jobs. And it was, I was fogged out mentally. I was, um, I, I was doing too much. And at the same time, I wasn't doing enough to me, right? I wasn't doing the thing that I thought I needed to be doing, so I felt out of it. Which means when I did show up to job, I was at work, but my mind wasn't at work. When I was at work, my mind was at home. When I was at home, my mind was definitely not at work. <laughs> and when I, got, when I got there, it was just, I just hated it. Because I felt like I was in a rut. And by a rut, I don't mean that things were not gonna turn out better for me, is I just felt like I wasn't realizing my potential, or I wasn't realizing, or I realized my untapped talents. So when I, that's what I call a rut. I realized that, yo, I'm so talented, I have so many gifts, but why in the world am I, am I uh, baking donuts at Dunkin' Donuts, right? I was asking myself that question, and then I asked myself another question. I was like, why in the world am I working three jobs? Why am I going to the shoe store, Dunkin' Donuts, and then going to some uh, place, right? This was like, what, four years ago? I was like, I'm a talented personal trainer. Why, why can't clients come to me? Like, I can really help them, but for some reason, they don't wanna be my clients. So I was frustrated, and I got fired from three jobs, but here's how I saw it, I was like, hey, I was working all these three jobs. I showed up, but I wasn't really there. I, when I went there, I was at job, but I was thinking about home. So I was never really working. I was just passing by in the work. So I thought to myself at that point, mm, maybe I didn't lose those three jobs. Maybe I gained the opportunity to do what I'm supposed to be doing. I changed my mentality right there. When you think you're losing, it's actually a... It's like a little push. Hey, maybe this is not the right way. Or I was reading a quote on Instagram and I thought it was the most interesting quote, just a statement. 
And what that what that statement said, I was like, okay, yeah. Sometimes when you find the right opportunity, you're gonna get uh, an opportunity right alongside that right opportunity that's going to seem like it's gonna be the easy way out, right? So I remember a story when we, I was working on building something with somebody and it was a good, it was a course, it was a class, it was something important. And right when we were about to launch this thing, which really gonna build the community, really gonna impact people and change lives, there were another opportunity presented, right? It was another opportunity presented to, it was another opportunity presented so that we can make um, more money and deliver the products, right? So you imagine you're doing something on your own, you finally got it together, and then somebody else comes and says to you, hey, there's an opportunity for you to make a bunch of money, maybe selling real estate, maybe selling life insurance, maybe selling whatever it is that, that you are selling, right? And this person comes up to you and they tell you that right when you're about to start your dreams, about to start your goal, about to launch that thing you've been thinking about forever. And that idea seems like that seems so good to you and you're like yo i i want to i want to i want to do it but i don't necessarily know if i should because it might dilute my time it might distract me so it seems as if right when we get the perfect opportunity to live the life that is going to fulfill us we also get another opportunity that says hey here's the instant gratification or here's the long-term satisfa satisfaction which one are you going to choose so in that corner of our lives, we always have to make a decision. And that decision is going to be, are you going to choose just to survive with what you've got? Or are you going to choose to thrive in spite of the pain that not surviving brings? So when you make a decision that, yo, I'm not going to survive. I'm not going to settle for a job at Dunkin' Donuts. I'm not going to settle for a job at, at uh, what's that place? The burger place. I'm not going to settle for that. You, you're also going to get, it's not going to be like, okay, you're going to step into your destiny, you're going to step into your dream, and you're going to realize it. No, it doesn't step, it doesn't happen like that. You have some challenges, you have some struggles, you have some setbacks, you have some, sometimes when you're going to sit with yourself, and you're really going to wonder, you're really going to think about, like, bro, is this the right thing for me? Like, should I be going this route? And... The answer is not always going to come right away. And sometimes when it comes, it's going to be very, very uncomfortable to deal with because you're going to realize like, yo, there's a lot of growth to go. So I'm not saying this to, to quit. I'm not telling you to quit your job. I'm not telling I'm not telling you to find the business you're going to start. I'm not telling you to do anything else than you're doing. But what I am saying is whatever it is that you're currently doing you got to analyze it to see how satisfied am i doing this right and then you also have to choose to say hey did i pick that oh i'm just gonna pick this as you know what this is the easy route did i just pick it because it was that instant gratification or am i still working every day to achieve my life satisfaction okay so what's created my life has been being able to sacrifice instant gratification for long-term life satisfaction. So what I mean by that, I can sacrifice driving around a new Benz while I'm 21 or 23. So if you're watching with 19 or 20, I'd recommend, hey, if you can sacrifice nice things 
you can now invest into yourself so now you'll always be able to afford the nice things. So there's a time in your life where it's an investment period. Now, if I had a son or a daughter, my life would completely be different, which means there are certain things I'm recommending or that I'm talking about in my own life and how I navigate it that maybe I wouldn't be able to do, right? There are some sacrifices I wouldn't have been able to make. Sometimes when you have other people depending on you, then you can't just choose to thrive right away. So comment below if you, if you, if you agree with this, is that sometimes you got so much people believe in you that you can't choose to quit your job and say, I'm gonna thrive in this thing, okay? You just, I can't just quit my job and thrive in this thing because if you do, you know, how are you going to feed your kid? These are the questions that's in your mind. And you're like, I'm very unsatisfied with my life. But if I quit, how am I going to do it? So here's the thing. Now, being single has its benefits. Being young has its benefits. Not having somebody depending on you has a benefit. Because you, you like... You can say, hey, if I have nothing, no clothes, no, I, I just got to wake up today. I got to figure out how do I eat today and how do I find some shelter? And you can do that. But when you have to look into another soul eyes, a pure soul, and to see them in hunger or in fear or not knowing what's going to happen, that literally breaks your heart. And that's what's hindering us back. Is that we want to chase our dreams, we want to chase our goals, but there are other things that seems like they're, they're attached, there are responsibilities. Okay, so let's break down the word responsibilities and let's say your ability to respond. Now, as a parent, your ability to respond went up dramatically because now you've developed your sixth sense <laughs> somehow got super like it just as soon as you had a kid something in you changed your drive changed something differently you have a different hunger it's like you become a lion right i hear this from my friends who are becoming parents and from my parents and i observe it which means i haven't went through it personally but i've seen the observation and i can literally only i can imagine how this is okay because i i can imagine because i know how it feels when i i know i when I think of the, the feelings I get when I think about my goals of wanting to buy my mama a house, or my goal wanting to retire my mama, help her start a, her, um, she's just launched her hair product and I'm helping her brand that. When I think about that, and then but when I think about the flip side of not doing that, that breaks my heart, right? When, when I think about if I'm not able to like make sure she's taken care of like yo there's a hospital bill that's taken care of or when i'm not able if i'm not able to take care of that 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 feeling hurts so it's the same thing not just for your kid for your parents anybody you love they're your why so now you're gonna say all right i want to switch from surviving because I, i'm really unfulfilled with my life and i i just i'm not happy and i want to find something to make me happy well no thing is going to make you happy, right? No thing is going to make you happy. No thing is going to, let's, let's, let's 
start with that. No thing is going to make you happy. No thing. Like, not this cup, not this speak. Nothing can make you happy. But in nothingness, you can release happiness. Okay? Now, I, I know I'm like, I put out these cool spiritual quotes. <laughs> but nothing can make you happy. But in nothingness, you're going to release happiness. Because it's not the thing that makes you happy. It's the feeling of satisfaction that makes you feel like, hey, I don't need to beat up myself anymore. I'm good. I'm good as I am. So in nothingness, we release our happiness because we're no longer attached to things to make us happy. So we have no choice but to be happy when we feel as if everything we need is right here. But you're like, but hey, I still need something in my life. Well, it's not something that we need that's going to bring us that form of happiness is that when we wake up every day, we want to say, hey, does my life have meaning? We want to say, hey, does what I'm doing, does it really matter? These are questions human beings ask. And also, you think to yourself, am I happy doing this every day? Am I happy doing this? So you're like, I can't quit my job because I have responsibility. And I understand your, okay, you said, there, what's your ability to respond? When you're a parent, you develop a keen sense of responsibility. So your kid is about to go in front of a truck and you're like, ah, all of a sudden you flew across the, the hall and you grabbed them and you did some super athletic thing. And you're like, how did I do that? I had no idea I was that fast. <laughs> well, your parental thing just switched up. Your ability to respond changes. Now, even when you are a parent, you might say, hey, I'm not going to choose. You know what? Uh, I'm still going to choose to thrive. I'm going to quit my job. Now, you still can survive. You, you, you can pro There's a chance that you're probably going to make the... If your mind is at a point where you've done the growth to the point where you decide, hey, I'm gonna thrive now. Let's say while you was working, and for the last two years, you've been reading, investing, building a new craft, um, building a brand online. After your nine to five, you have a five to nine when you invested. You keep putting in forth the works, right? While you're working, you put in the force the works on your own craft while you're working. Or let's say you say, hey, I really like this hair products. I just wanna hair, wear these hair products and all I'm gonna do is I'm gonna post pictures of them and maybe one day I'm gonna be, I'm just gonna sell the hair products as a influencer, right? That's just something I wanna do on the side. Now this isn't gonna make me happy, but at the same time, I'm gonna enjoy doing it. This isn't necessarily gonna make me fulfilled. It's not necessarily the mission in the world, but it's still gonna give me. So you find a hobby, right? You find a hobby in addition to the thing that you don't like, right? Find something. Now, there are ha ho hobbies that turn into profession. Then there's hobbies that turn you into the professor, okay? The hobbies that turn into a profession and the hobbies that turn you into a professor. One of which is self-development and the other one is um, developing your skills. So you have to have self-development and skill set development. So if you're not happy with your life, in order to change November and change the outcome of this month, self and skill development. Adopt new skills 
you can't adopt a new self, but you can adopt a new way in living, a new way of living, a new lifestyle, a new way of treating yourself, right? So adopt new skills. So you're like, okay, I get that. So you're saying, I don't have to quit my job. I don't have to forget about all the responsibilities and, and you know, possibly risk my daughter or son being homeless. I don't have to necessarily do that. Okay, I get it. You're saying all I have to do now is invest in myself and invest, invest in myself by getting new skills and invest in myself by building a lifestyle that is fueling and helping me. So you're like, okay, I can do that. I can do that. Okay, what skill sets do I need to to adopt, right? What skills do I need? Okay, do I need to be a speaker like you? Do I need to work on fitness? Do I need to work on the, what skill set do I need? Well, I always say to people, first, before you pick a, ho a hobby that's gonna bring you skills to apply as a profession, pick a hobby that's gonna bring you the skills to help you with your own problems, right? So do something that's gonna help you feel better or help you solve your own problem. So let's say you always had a clogging up issue. The hobby now is how do I, how do I learn about feng shui? How do I learn about managing your space? And then now you forth adopting the skill sets of that just to change your life. So you find something that could change your own life. Let's say what some things that people, let's say you're a super warrior. You're gonna be like, how do I stop worrying? Or how do I have more faith? Better, better question. So you're like, okay, I'm gonna read this, I'm gonna learn this, I'm gonna attend this class, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the four weeks to peace program, right? So I have a four weeks to peace program, I'll tell you more about that. And you're like, Let, let's try this out. And you got a new skill. That skill made your life better. You see that? Now you keep applying that skill in your life, keep making your life better. Adopt a new skill to make your life better. Apply that skill, make your life better. Adopt a new skill, make your life better. Apply that skill, now make your life better. And then you're like, okay. So you're saying, just make my life better, as in uh, change how I'm treating myself in the physical, mental, social, relational, financial plane, and that's gonna help? Yes. If you make your life better, if you make your life better, if you improve your circumstance, your environment, uh, what you're doing, your body, do you feel sluggish? Are you working out? Are you eating greens? Are you drinking your tea? Are you drinking juice? If you do these, if you do these minute changes, what starts to happen is you, the mental fog you used to have starts to go away. And as you build up the confidence, as you're able to confide in your ability to improve, I say confide in confidence. If you can hear my voice, you're tuning in to the Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation Podcast. And I want to thank you for taking the initiative to grow holistically and invite you to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Thank you. Do you trust yourself to do what you say you're going to do? As you keep building that, you're going to find yourself becoming competent and what you've learned for your own solution. You can get a job if you're really skillful at curating a peaceful space. You can get a job at a office and your speci your special, what you're specialized in is curating a peaceful environment 
for the office. Now you work with corporate companies where all you do is you consult them on how to peacefully curate a, a environment. As you invest in yourself, you became an expert. Now they're willing to pay you for that. You might find way more fulfillment in it. But it was like, bro, you sat down on yourself and you said, something's not right with my life. You went out, you adopted the skills, you adopted the habit, you adopted the lifestyle that changes your life. All right, so Adrian, what is my daily routine? What's my daily routine? The secret is in the routine. The secret is in the learning. The secret is in the self-development. The secrets are in the silence. So you can go to a coach and they can tell you everything to do to get a result. Yo, how do I build a six-figure business and get this result? You're going to get that. But unless you know how to structure your routine so you build an environment so you can get the results over time, you're always going to need the coach. So setting up a routine is the most important thing you can do to direct your life in a way where you grow. So what's my routine looking like? I just talk about it every day. I wake up around 5.30 or 4.30. Today I woke around 6. I got up at 5.30, but I was like, i wait till 6. <laughs> so I woke up today at 6. And today I didn't do as good as I should do. I turned on my phone. Because I've been so much on all these things I'm launching that I've just been, I got to get this out, get this out. So that's the first mess up I did today. But on the days that I don't mess up, <laughs> as in the days where I don't let the tech pull me, first thing that I'm doing is I'm waking up, I'm writing, right? And then I put a lemon in the water or cucumber in the water and lemon. I drink that. Hydrate myself. Um, get yourself about 16, 32 ounces. I'm drinking that, fueling up myself. And then I'm writing down anything I dreamed, my intentions for the day, some of the things that I'm working on today. I go outside. I do the Qigong practice, right? After I do the Qigong, right between you know, 5 a.m. and 6 a.m., which is when the, when the trees are giving up oxygen, some of the best oxygen you can breathe. There's very little noise. The Even the pollution in the air is less. So you're breathing way better prana. So another time I'm meditating, and then right after that, I go on the computer. This is when I start to add value, right? So I put out a podcast because this is how I communicate to the world. I schedule some other stuff. I look at what I'm doing today like the coaching calls, classes, or workshops. Or lately, I just have a lot of projects I'm working on. So and then I'm like, okay, this is what I'm working on. But then on my calendar, I have anything scheduled from 30 minutes of breathing. So 30 minutes break. I have in there a running time. So I forgot to tell you, after by around 7 or 8, when the sun starts coming up, I go for my run. Right. So now I have a physical activity, I had a mental activity, I had a reflection activity, I had a breathing activity, in addition to the body drumming activity. And you're like, yo, that's a lot of things you do in the morning. How did you get all these things done? How did you add all these things? And then another thing I do is I listen to audio, right? And you're like, what's the audio? Well, I would listen to me, but I am me, so I don't listen to me, right? <laughs> Cause it's weird. Sometimes I listen to my own stuff, but other times it's just too weird. So although it's very motivating, but I like somebody else's voice. So I listen to somebody I like um, that's gonna empower me. A, a teacher uh, that went through this. That's that that their messages rings through history like mine will, right? 
So I listened to them, Jim Rohn or Eric Thomas or Les Brown. Those are my favorites, just really because I just love hearing how they put the message. And for me, it's like music. So that's what I listen to, or I listen to a book. So I have a study time section out. I have a study time section out for myself where I'm listening to a book. So yeah, I do, I, I like Les Brown. Les Brown motivated me. Me and Les Brown are born in the same month, same day, February 17, and I was born 50 years after him. So, and he's 75 and I'm 25. So that should tell you something. If the universe don't communicate batons, then let's say it has been passed. <laughs> so Les Brown used to call himself the motivator. And I realized that I'm not just a motivator, but I'm the holistic motivator. So I say, I'm the holistic motivator. That's where that came from. And also, that's my message, and I'm sticking to it. That's my story message. Yeah, that's also from Les Brown. He says, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. So I say, that's my message, and I'm sticking to it. So now you're like, why have you adopted, you know, similarly some of the things? Well, I got inspired by it, and it allowed me to add my own jazz to it allowed me to make it mine and also it's gonna allow that continuation i feel like when somebody hear les brown and they hear me it's almost as if i'm not saying i'm Les Brown. <laughs> i'm just saying i'm in the same field as him but when they listen to him they hear me they're gonna feel like yo i can take this baton and i can add that same value to my community all right so that's the whole les brown story well, anyways, that's how my morning routine looks like. Then there's a the day routine. But what helps me more throughout the day is the conscious awareness, right? It isn't about what I know. It's about what I observe. When I'm able to observe what I'm doing that's not right, not, not on point, off, I'm able to redirect and change my life. So some of you may be wondering, all right, cool. I enjoyed this fire great but i want to know how do i make november my best month ever i want to know how can i change the next two months so i'm not tired and anxious i want to know how can i find more life satisfaction even though i don't have what i want right now that's what you want to know well if i was a fool and say i know the answer then i would tell you then i'd be a fool and you'd be like look at this arrogant guy but I'm not going to be a fool and say, I know how you can be happy. I'm not going to be a fool and say that, but I can say that there is a way to curate it, right? And that's what you do every day. That's your habit and rituals is you got to curate peace. Somebody says, I'm going to go find peace. Well, is peace in Acapulco? Is it in China? Is it underneath the earth? Are you going to go discover? I found peace. No peace is right here but when we keep living off of our memory off of our traumas off of our past off of our foreseen demise or like you know we think we're gonna wake up tomorrow and we're gonna fall right into a ditch when we living our life that way we're asking for it you're like no i'm not asking for it start changing your mind Start changing what you believe is available for you. Speak with such power and conviction that even yourself starts to believe in you when you don't believe in yourself. You're going to say, even your negative thinking. Somebody says, the glass is only half empty. No, 
it's also half full. Don't look at it from one perspective. So even when you're being the pessimist, pessimist, you have to be able to believe so much that you can motivate yourself out of it. Speak yourself out of it. Speak power into your life, right? You watch this because I'm speaking some power into you. But when you wake up, speak power into your life. Like, I don't, I don't walk around like I'm a nobody and I don't walk around like I'm better than everybody. So I'm not arrogant and I'm not, I don't like confident. And then I'm not lukewarm in the middle. So you're like, where are you? I am not arrogant and I don't like confidence. I just realized that I'm competent. I know that I'm enough. I don't wake up in the morning and say, I'm not enough, right? I don't wake up and say, if I go do a live, it's not gonna impact nobody's life. I'm not enough. I don't say, if I, don't send, if I send a text message, I might send a wrong one. I'm not enough. Even when I don't have enough, supposedly, I don't say I'm not enough. I say I am enough. And every day I say, how do I invest what I have within me today into somebody else? Now, some of us, we do that through our jobs. We do that through our business. We do that through our products. But every day you have to wake up and say, I am enough. How do I now bring this enough out here? Right? Stop snuffing yourself and start realizing that you are enough. Get yourself out here. Come on. I remember, I remember, I remember, I remember, I remember, I remember when I lost my mind. I remember, I remember. It's not fun. I remember, it's hard. I remember when you're struggling, it's hard. I remember when I was like sitting in my car, like tears coming in my eyes. <laughs> Don't cry. <Ed. laughs> I remember when I was sitting in my car and I was like, hey, I, I don't know. I don't think what I'm doing really matters. I don't think anybody's listening. I don't think anybody's watching. I, I think everything is meaningless. I, I, I don't even know why I'm doing this. I literally, I was sitting in my car and I was just like, every day I was just working so hard. It's like, I'm spending 16 hours. Somebody works five hours and they made way more money than my 16. So three years ago, I'm sitting, I'm thinking to myself, like, why am I not getting clients? I'm like the best fitness coach ever. <laughs> I still think that way. I'm like, yo, I'm like the athletic, motivational fitness coach you can ever have. I was like, why am I not getting any clients? I was so stuck in thinking, why not? But that was the very issue. My image of myself went down. I started to look at myself as my beliefs started to go down. I started, started believing in myself less. I started to think that I'm not enough. I started to think that, yo, because of where I'm currently at right now, I can't help people. And I had the, that was the biggest mistake I made when I was a great fitness coach with great fitness information who helped people lost a lot of weight, but a great fitness coach with no clients makes no money. <laughs> so I used to think, I'm gonna keep saying this, I used to think I'm not enough because I didn't have the money, but I didn't have the money because I didn't share all that I am. So some of you are watching me today and you're thinking, oh, I'm not enough to do what I wanna do. I don't have the skill sets, I don't have the ability. Well, you can get them, that is one, you can just get them. And then, but the other one is, you don't need this to be that. You need to be that to get this. 
You need to be you to get what you want. You need to be a better version of you to get what you want. Or you need to discover the real you to evolve to get what you want. And each of these statements have, a, they're much heavier than they seem. They're much, they're principles much more than they seem. So you're thinking, okay, what was the difference between you and the struggle when you were thinking like you're not enough to you now when you believe that what you have is what the world needs? Well, what was, it, what was the difference? The difference was you have to apply what you know and allow that to change your life and that will build up your own confidence. Now you're like, what do you mean? Well, maybe the reason why you think you're not enough is not necessarily because you didn't have the money or you didn't achieve what you wanted, but it's simply because there was an area in your life where you know better, but you didn't do better, okay? So everything I'm talking to you now, some of these things I knew already, but I didn't do it before. Some of the strategies I'm using now to build more community and impact more closer, I've read about them, I've, I've heard about it, but I didn't apply it. Why? Because the belief wasn't there. So some of you, you're probably going to go on this seeking mode. You're going to go seeking for information. And I'm going to save you some time here, okay? I'm going to save you some time. Nobody told me this before. When you go into seeking information, nobody let it, lets you know that the seeking itself becomes a replacement activity for the applying if you keep seeking forever and never applying. So we have seekers who seek their whole life, but never found, they seek to lose. They sought, but they got lost in the seeking and they never found what they were seeking for because they never applied what they sought. It's like, I needed the answer from God. And I went to the mountaintop and I said like, God, what is the solution? And then God says, here's the solution. I sought for 40 years and 40 nights. I got to the mountaintop and I asked for the solution. God says, here's the idea. I, I've said this already. And God said, here's your idea. And you went home and you know what you did with the idea? No thing. Idea, three months later, your idea is gone. Now, did God not give you the solution? Yes. Now you're like, okay, God gave me the solution. Hmm. God gave you the solution because he knew you are the solution, but you're now looking at yourself as the problem. And because you're looking at yourself as the problem, your problems keep, keep going. Because you don't believe that that solution is capable with you. You don't believe it's matchable. You don't believe that, yo, that solution that God has given me, I can express it. I can launch it. I can do it. I can literally change lives with this. Because you don't believe it, you didn't take it and you didn't use it. And now you're seeking for it and you already had it. Some of you, you're working in the solution that the world needs. You're working in the solution that the world needs, but you still don't feel fulfilled. As in, a lot of people say, I want to go for my passion. You find a speaker and you're like, I'm passionate about making the smallest speaker in the world. So you go out, you say, how do I make the smallest speaker in the world? And you make it and you found out nobody needed a small speaker. You spend all your life making a small speaker. Nobody needed it. I'm not saying nobody needed it. We love it. Just an example. So oftentimes we keep asking ourselves, what do we want? When we need to also ask is, who am I 
what do I have and what can I do with what I have to, to add value so that I can help the world get what it needs? How can I apply what I have so the world can get what it needs so I, I, I myself will be fulfilled? Okay? So somebody says, what was the point of all of that? Well, you're going to keep seeking. Seeking and learning is great, but I want you to, to work on that application mode. Okay? So I'm here to share with you not only some of the lessons, but the mistakes that delayed or gave me more time to work on bettering myself. Right? So mistakes delay the process so you can have more time to better yourself so when you step on the stage you don't lose it all i was i was saying this i was like some of you god has something great for your life all right and whether god turns you off or not i'm gonna say god has something great for your life there's something out there that's great for your life and your current situation has not came to break you, but it has came to teach you. It has came to change your problem-focused mindset to solution-focused. When I used to think I was the problem, I sought the solutions, and then I realized that I am the solution. So now every day I'm not getting rid of problems, I'm learning how to apply my solution. So you're like, what do you mean? You're confusing me. All these words. I woke up today and I said, okay, Ed, you haven't ran consistently the last seven days. You know how running gets you sharp. You need to be the solution to not running today. Go run. I got up, I ran. The last, last week I was like, Ed, your morning routine went off for a few days. Get back on it. I reprimed myself to do it. Okay? So that is it. You got to believe in yourself. You got to believe in yourself first. So now you can make the readjustments. Because if you don't, then it's not going to happen. But here's the question. It's hard for me to believe in myself because I let myself down so much. All right, let's end it at this. We're going to say we're going to say this. It's hard for me to believe in myself because I let myself down so much. We're going to get in touch with it. And some of you may be like, Ed, when you speak, it's almost like you know what's going on in my head. Well, I don't know what's going on in your head, but I've experienced enough of it in my own head that I really kind of know. <laughs> so it's not that I can tell what's happening in your mind. It's just that I've, I can relate. So you're like, I've let myself down so much, that's why I don't believe in myself. So remember I said, your confidence has to do with your ability to confide in yourself. Now, do you trust somebody that you don't confide in? Well, confide means to trust. Okay. Would you trust somebody? Would you confide in somebody if they always let you down? If they never keep their word? Comment this down. Yes or no? Would you confide in people if they always let you down? I want to remind you that you have unlimited power within you to achieve whatever it is that you want and to construct the person you want to be. But first, you must believe it in order to achieve it. And until that happens, the world will forever miss your talents, your gifts, 
and all the great things that you have to offer. So let your light shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. Thank you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of review. Until next time, remain in your unlimited power. Hey, how's it going, powerful people? It's the Holistic Motivator here. Listen, listen. I have a weekly meditation qigong class every week i've been talking about it consistently if you've seen some videos online or if you've heard the ad on the podcast but listen this upcoming saturday and sunday at 8 30 a.m eastern time as well as 11 a.m eastern time i am hosting a meditation session I'm going to show you rotational joint exercises you can do to release stagnation I'm going to show you breathing exercises that you can do to calm and relax your nervous system I'm going to show you self massage techniques to release muscle tension and I'm also going to show you how to slow down by doing slow moving exercises which is part of Qi Gong so if you want to learn how to add these holistic tools to your lifestyle so you can consistently improve your health make sure you go in the description of this podcast click the link that says sign up for morning meditation qigong class and it will bring you to a page where you can register for the class the class is only donation based which means you might not have a lot of money maybe you're struggling right now i understand i am hosting the class to help you reduce your anxiety, stress, and uncertainty. So if you're in fear, if you feel tired, if you feel like you have a lack of energy and you want to find something you can do every day to improve your vitality, please make sure you click the link in the description to sign up for this weekend class. If you were determined to invest in yourself, then I will see you next Saturday. If you are not ready to do something that can literally change your life, then I'll still be there next Saturday. The only person that will be missing is you. I don't want you to miss out. I want you to be there next weekend. Just click the link in the description of this podcast to attend the next class. I'll see you there. Peace.